Um, Mishnah Aleph, remember? We started our Hakdama introduction. I want to get to the actual Mishnah. Here we go. Ben So just to mention to you an interesting idea, because when you learn these Mishnahis over here, at least the first two Mishnahis in Perik Dalad, you find a very interesting distinction that we find that the names are actually referred to uh, exclusively by their father's name, Ben Zoyma, right? And we're going to learn also Ben Azai. Why is that the case? Why is this the case that these Mishnayas, which we haven't had until now, are specifically referred to as the name of their father. They are the son of their father. So there are a few interesting ideas over here. Is someone to say a simple chat is they want to just sort of know who they are. Instead of saying Shimon, for example, which Shimon, because there are so many, so therefore we're going to say Ben Azai, we know exactly who they are. There's another chat as well, and that is and that is a chat is that none of these none of these actually got the name Rebbe. And since they never got the name Rebbe, someone would say also because they were young, they, the Gemara says that they died very, very young, yeah, they and therefore they never got, got uh, Smicha. So because they never got the name Rebbe, so we just want to call them by the name of their uh, father. The Maral, one second, one second, or by sight, um, just, the Maral says another Pshat, the Maral says another Pshat, he says the Pshat is that they began to learn when they were very, very ultra young. And at that time, because they were so young, they were referred to as their father's names. And that just sort of stuck in that way. The Derech HaChaim, the Maral, brings uh, a very, very big Yisraeli over here. And I want to say this Yisraeli, and then we're going to start going through the words of the Mishnah. The Maral says that the first Mishnah, at the beginning of every Perik in Perkyovus, has many principles in it. This Mishnah which we read yesterday, has four principles. There are four, four things that we mentioned, right? Eza this, Eza that, right? We started with Eza Chacham, Eza Giba, Eza Oshe, and Eza Mechobot, right? So says the Maral and Derech HaChaim, there are four principles over here, and the Mishnah over here deals with four qualities of people that universally everyone craves. Okay, the Maral is talking over here a little bit of psychology, and he explains that <laughs> universally everyone craves for the four things that this Mishnah mentions. What are they? They are wisdom, power, wealth, and honor. These are four things that generally people are always looking and craving for. Says the Maral an amazing thing. Ben Zoyim is teaching us over here that each and every one of these things that people crave have a positive quality. Meaning... That yes, a person craves covet, a person craves money, a person craves mightiness. These are things that university people want. However, the morale is telling us that if you look in this Mishnah, they can be connected. They can be put into something positive, into something good. What the morale is telling us is something amazing. Listen carefully to what the morale is telling us. Do you with me? The morale is telling us that every single midah, every single thing that a person wants, that a person can try and get, can be actually focused in a way of growth, in a way of Yiddishkeit. Even things that we would have looked upon as something negative. Someone wants money. That's such a negative thing. How could you live a life of wanting money? But the morale is taking it and focusing it in a way that we can actually use it in the good. And as he's taken the four things that people crave, and he's using it in a positive way. What the morale is doing is saying that everything that we have can always be used in a positive way. Every midah, every character trait that you have can be taken and used in a positive way. What's the biggest raya? The Gemara says that a person is born under a certain muzzle. 
Right? We know this. So the Gemara says, ah, what happens if a person is born under the muzzle of blood? Right? That means he's gonna, he has a tendency to try and kill. So he'll become a male, for example. And therefore, you can use the qualities and the midas and the characteristics that a person has in the positive. Okay? One second, one second, one second. One second, we'll, we'll get to questions in a minute. I just want to get to the Mishnah here. Okay? The Maral is telling us that we have to understand from this Mishnah. Okay? And that is everything that we have in this world can be used for the positive. Okay? Now let me just give you a little bit of explanation. Here we go. Ben Azai Oime. Eizachacham haloimeit mikol odom. The Medjushmol over here on the Mishnah is, brings down the Gemara Nida Tezayin that says, we know that the Rabbani Shalom was Goiza on every person before he comes into the world, if he's going to be a clever person or if he's going to be a simple person. It's a Gemara Mufurish Nida Tezayin of a base. And therefore, how we're asking, says the Medjushmol, can a person say, Eizachacham? What do you mean? It's already preordained before you come into the world if you're going to be a clever person or if you're not going to be a clever person. Zog the Medjushmol. That's why we're saying, Eizachacham, Haloimed Mikolodom. Haloimed Mikolodom means if you have the ability to put what you want aside and you want to learn it to somebody else, you want to see what someone else is doing, if you have the ability to put aside what you want to do, what you think is right, and say, let me learn from him. He's doing it right. He's having a great time. He's learning well. He's happy. Let me see if I can learn from him. That is something amazing. And then you become someone who's a chacham. Even if it wasn't preordained that you'll be a chacham, but at the end of the day, you can become a chacham. That's what the Medrash Shmuel is saying. In fact, the Nesiv Shalom, the Heilig Shalom Rebbe, asks Akasha, and he says, that he brings a beautiful thing, he brings the Gemara, in the beginning of Masechtas Brachas, where the Gemara says, and the Mishnah says, we all know the first Mishnah Masechtas Brachas, when do we read Krishma by night? Frank the Gemara Akasha, who said we do that you say when? And that the Nesiva Shalom, the Heilig Shalom Rebbe says the same thing over here. And he said, what's going on? What's Pshat? Says the Solomon Rebbe in Ben Zoyma's teaching over here. The saying over here, who wants richness? Who wants this? Who wants that? How do we know that's a positive quality to even want before we say who wants it? And rather what he does is, and it's a whole sticker which we're not going into now, but the Nesiva Shalom explains that of course we know that the connection to the Rabbani Shalom was the purpose of creation. And therefore we know that simple physical goals are not the end of what we're meant to be looking for. That's not the pursuit of happiness that they tell us all about. Because that's a worldly pleasure that gives you instant pleasure but doesn't last. And therefore, says the Slonim Rebbe, what's going on is when you take those pleasures and you use them in a beneficial way, which is pretty much what the uh, what the Marels told us, the same thing as well. The Marel told us that everything in the world has a way to channel it in the positive way, can be channeled in the correct way, and that's amazing. So that's the first part of the Mishnah. Explains the Rav over here in the Mishnahis, and he brings the Pasuk. And he's explaining like this, that real strength is not the strength of physical strength. Real strength is the strength to say no to the Yetzirah. Real strength is when Yetzirah comes to you and says, do this, press that button, go there, say that, listen to that. And you have the strength, the emotional strength, the inner strength to say, no, I'm not going to do that. It's not good for me. I don't want to do that. When you have that strength, says the Rav, that's Gavaldi. There's a Moedika Zoya called the Shem Shimon Bayachai. 
that the Zoya is brought down on the Pasuk in Shmois Chavhei. Me'is Kalish Hashayit Benu Liboy Tichwes Chumasi. What's the Pshat Ish? Ish over here is the Zoya is a man. Ish is someone that's Kovish as Yitzray, has the ability and the power and the will. To, to be able to say no, not to everything that his Yetzirah tells him to do. And we find so many examples over the generations, even from the Hashmanayim. From the Hashmanayim, we say this in the Alanisim. What do we say? But they were Gibbayim because they were Gibbayim because they had the ability to do the right thing. And that's what a Gibbayim really is. And that's a Gabbaldika thing for a person to realize in that case. I want to tell you a Mordekazach as well, by the way, that the Balshento says, when it says, going back to that one, but the Balshento explains what's a Kol Odom. A Kol Odom is a person, not just anybody, but refers to a person who's a Kol Odom. He's a whole person, he's a complete person. When you want to take someone to learn from, take someone that's a complete person, that's gone through the battles, that's gone through the challenges, he's completed, of course no one's complete in Kansan, no one's obviously completely complete, but in some way, he's completed himself in so many ways, by going through the challenges, by succeeding in so many of the hardships in his life, and he's done it, and he's managed, and he's successful. Such a person, you should do that. And it's such a thing, when you're Odom, you realize that it's not about me, it's about somebody else. Else. What can I learn from you? I, I was once on a, it was during Corona and there was a, a Zoom meeting between a lot of different Rosh Hashivas in Eretz Yisrael who generally don't have time for anything. And because it, it was Zoom and because it, it was the lockdown, so they were able to do things. And there was a company that got together to make like um, a course for Mahanchen, Manalim, whatever it was, about different types of therapy, different types of psychology. Uh, people, like, there were real big people there who generally don't have the time, but because of lockdown, they were at home. And they got up there and they spoke about different things. They trained in all sorts of different things, whatever it was. And one of the things that I noticed, and they actually said at the time, there was one of the uh, people that were actually giving the lectures came on to many of the other lectures. And they pointed out and they said, isn't that amazing? Here's a man who himself gives lectures, he teaches other people psychology, all sorts of things but yet he has no shame in getting on a course to hear from a guy who's much younger, less experienced because he said, and he said it himself if there's one thing I can learn from him, then it's worth the whole thing as someone as he's not putting himself saying, oh, I know, and therefore why should I learn from this guy, what does he know about it he's willing to learn from anyone and that's a very Midah, which unfortunately is not so common, which is very, very important. The next part of the Mishnah, that's a posture thing, by the way. Right? If a person wants happiness, one of the reasons why people are not happy is because they want more, and they don't have it. They don't get what they want. And therefore, if we learn that our mind shift, if we shift our mindset into being, whatever we have is what the Rabbanisham gives me because I need it. I don't need more than this. Therefore, I ultimately am happy. The reason why so many people in the world are unhappy, including the greatest and biggest and most famous and richest Hollywood stars who have what you would have thought everything in the world, they've got fame and fortune, everyone running after them, but none of them are happy. It's simply because they're not Sameach B'chalka, because there's always more, there's more money, there's more fame, there's more movies, there's more that they could be doing that they want to do that they don't have. At the end of the day, if a person realizes that whatever he has is what the Rabbani Shalom gives him, then he understands that he's happy. That's Hasameach B'chalka over here, and we find this by Yaakov Avinu, by the difference between Yaakov and Eichzov. Yaakov said what? Yeshli Kol, I have everything. What Esav said, Yeshli Vayv, 
I have the majority. Why? Because the eighth of there's always more and more. So I have a lot, but it's not so much. But according to Yaakov Avinu, Yaakov Avinu had everything. Because I, what did he have already? What did Yaakov Avinu have? He had everything he needed. Hasamech Bechalkoi means that you're happy with what you have. And that automatically brings happiness. We know that the Mishnah tells us, we'll see later, the more possessions, the more problems. So people think they amass more money, amass more things, I'm going to be happy. It doesn't work that way. It never happened that way. And that's what a person should realize, that it's not so simple for a person to have that. That is pretty much the Mishnah. Mitzvah Shem, next week we'll come Mishnah.